Welcome everyone to the second floor. My name is Omid. I am one of your hosts today. Today we have a special guest, Mr. Hani Awad. Hello, how are you doing? Yes, Hani is a good, good friend of mine. We went to university together, uh, we studied together, and now uh, Hani is in med school. And uh, today we just wanted to talk and just have a conversation. Um, I brought Hani on because We've had a lot of coffees together, and whenever he's in town, um, we just have great conversations. And now that he's in town for the specific, just for the holidays, uh, I thought I'd get him on the podcast. So today it's not uh, directed towards him. It's more of us having a conversation that we always have. And uh, like we always say, we're elevating to the second floor. We're here to learn how to survive, how to thrive, and how to keep the good vibes in your life and business. Hanny? I like that. I like that. How Thanks for coming, brother. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate yes. It. Yes. So um, let's just start off. How's school? How's how's the, our thing? School's good, man. School's yeah. good. Uh, it's you know there's a lot of responsibilities involved with med school. It's not uh, something that uh, comes easy, of course, but also it's really down to time management is the most important thing. Yeah. As I tell everybody, time is time. You only got 24 hours, right? So. Um, when when you sit and uh, you know plan and structure your day, it's it's a good way to look at. It's a good way to see what's ahead of you, yeah. but also um, uh, also being able to uh, track everything that's going on and and take care of all the all the tasks at hand. Yeah, yeah. And how have you found it different from you know from your undergrad? Yeah, I never I never scheduled anything in when I was here in University of Alberta. Like yeah. nothing. I, I would go and I would do my classes, and I'd uh, I'd come home, and whatever I studied, I studied. But I never took studying seriously. It was just something that I came home and and just oh, I need to you know do thirty questions, or I need to yeah. you know, or uh, I don't know what else. But it was it was there was a lot of things. To do, but I never looked at it like that. I yeah. just looked at it as it'll pass, and, yeah. and we'll pass, and we did, right? But um, I wish I looked at it a little bit more, you know, yeah. strictly. Now in med school, you look at it a totally different way because you mm. see that you know you are going, you're you're close to the end. You're going to be dealing with other human beings, yeah. you know, that are going to see you and and and, and evaluate you and and. Um, how you operate affects not only how they see you or how how they are how they feel after a while or yeah. how they get treated, but it also affects uh, you in in uh, in the view of everybody else. Yeah, right? you become looked at in um, in the way that you're essentially behaving. Right, so mm-hmm. it's it's all about being professional. It's all about being uh, just, and it's all about being as humble as possible. Mm-hmm. Right now, you going into Med, I know, uh, you know, we have a lot of our colleagues, or yeah. not colleagues, I guess, a lot of our friends who yeah, went into, yeah. um, you know, grad school or med or dentistry and right. all that. It's like an- another level up, but a lot of a lot of people that I've talked to, they say it's really cutthroat. You know, they say it's, you know, it's because you're basically competing with everyone in your in your grade. You and, are, and yeah, and so a lot of people don't want to study together because they feel like they don't want them to, you know, copy yeah. them or whatever the right. case. So 
mean, you've been what? It's been a year. It's been a year. Yeah. So how do you feel about like? Does is that I, correct? When I see when I when I when you say cutthroat, like I agree with you. It's very cutthroat in the sense that the the organizations you deal with are very cutthroat. Mm. But the people themselves, I never really had too much of an experience where they try to beat around the bush to like not help me with something or to. They always help. Usually, they always find a way to like give you something or yeah. give you a tip of advice or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but cutthroat, yeah, you have to be very, very professional. You're on a very micro lens. Like everybody looks at you uh, very closely. And by everybody, I mean the, the, the guys who are going to give you a job in four or five years, mm. right? Not the people who are, you know, your classmates. Your classmates won't do much for you, right? right. Because you guys are in the same boat. But uh, when you're talking to your uh, your professors, your uh, the dean maybe, yeah. uh, the 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 head of certain departments, those that's the thing that that you have to worry about. The the guys running the hospitals that you're doing rotations in, that's what we worry about. Uh, we need to impress them, right? Right. Because obviously you have to you know you have to follow what they say, or else you know they're gonna they're not gonna entertain your your attitudes. Yeah. Right? They're not going to sit around and say, oh, yeah, let's listen to what he has to say. They're going to say, oh, okay, there's the door, right? Yeah. So they're not going to really, they don't, nobody has time for this stuff, mm-hmm. right? So you have to be very, uh, I guess, um, conscious of your own, uh, your own behavior in order to um, function in, in getting to where you need to go. Mm-hmm. Right? And you have to listen to people. There are rules everywhere, and it's like, just follow the rules. Yeah. It's much easier to just follow uh, follow what the institution is telling you or the hospital mm-hmm. is telling you. Do the process, no. and if you can enhance it in any way, do it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, just stick to what they tell you because they know they've been through it before. Yeah. They've been doing it for a hundred years. Yeah, they know what they're doing, right? Yeah. So that's that's the way I think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, some other people might have a more negative attitude. Some people might have a more optimistic attitude. Yeah, I like to look at things very skeptically. Like I'll I'll criticize things a lot, yeah. but only because I feel like. If I can't criticize you, you're doing a solid job, right? As, a, as whatever, as a person, as an institution, as a, my phone company, anything. So um, being critical for me is, is a skill that I'm building, but it's also something you have to control because a lot of people won't look at you and say, oh, you're critical, that's great. No, they'll look at you and say, you're critical, uh, you're too critical, and so you're negative. Yeah. There's yeah. a difference between criticism and negativity. Yeah, yeah. people will get offended. Oh, yeah. you, you're criticizing me. They take it personal, right? Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. of course, we're all human. We're going we're gonna to take things personal. It's fine, but it's but you know, a matter of balance. You know what I feel like, Annie? I feel like a lot of people in this generation mm-hmm. are super soft. They I, are. I feel <laughs> they're very, like they can't take criticism. Nobody or, wants to hear it. Or they get offended super easily. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like they don't. Man, even the 50, 60 year olds in, in, when you go around society in, in, in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. Because like people can't seem to understand or get that like, you know, I, okay. I'm one of those people yeah. that if we're sitting at a restaurant mm-hmm. and I see that you have food stuck in the middle of your teeth, I will be that guy and be like, dude, you have food stuck in your teeth. Get rid of that. <laughs> yeah. Right. But there are other friends and other people that'll just see the food stuck in your teeth and they won't say anything because they're afraid of you getting offended. Yeah, or they're you know afraid I mean? of or they're afraid of the the, the confrontation. Uh, the embarrassment in that small environment right yeah. there. It's like, oh, the whole table just got awkward because you said because that. Because you said that. Yeah, 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 right, right. Right. No, I understand. And and the thing is like uh, nowadays an internet opens so much 
um, vulnerability for people too. People become vulnerable when they get access to Facebook and Instagram and these social media sites because you can essentially post anything you want. Anybody who disagrees with you, block, right? You yeah. Block, right? Yeah. And so it's it's kind of, it's ingrained an attitude in us that is, um, that is just very childish in my opinion. Yeah. You can't you can't just block everyone from your life, right? You can't say if somebody's saying, "Hey, you know, uh, uh, chew with your mouth closed," right? Okay. You can't get offended at that because they're giving you something that you'll you'll take for the rest of your life, and it's a positive advice. It's yeah. not anything, you know. And and the thing is, you have to give the benefit of the doubt to people. Sometimes, mm-hmm. if they tell you something, they might say it to offend you, yeah. and they might say it not to offend you, but to to tell to just advise you, right? And you never know which, which mood they're, they're which uh, style they're taking. Yeah. And so it's best to just assume that they're doing it for the best of you, and yeah. just take it like that. But a lot of people, they, too much pride, too much ego, in my opinion. That, and I feel like there's also the other side where if you take too much in, yeah. you get influenced by other people. So, yep. for example, a lot of people will always look for advice. They always look at like. You know, what should I do with my career? What should I do with my degree? I don't know. Hey, mom. Hey, teacher. Hey, mm-hmm. friend. You know? And they're always looking external, but they're never looking internal. So yeah. any any sort of criticism that they get from other people, yeah, they're going to take that to heart. And they're going to keep continuously changing themselves when they're really not, like, doing it for themselves. Yeah, right? exactly. So like you said, there's a balance. Like, you can't, you can't take too much of other people's opinion and what they think and their criticism. However, you take it in... And then you filter out what you think is best. Mm-hmm. When I say, when you say, "Hey, you, maybe you should eat with your uh, eat with your mouth closed," well, that's a good. That's just being a, a good person and eating properly, right. maybe, right? Exactly. So, um, taking certain things and blocking other things is is is, is totally different. Yeah, totally different. Yeah. Like with especially with family, family, um, you're going to be with like seeing them every day for your entire life usually right um so if if my mom tells me you know i don't think you should be going in this route just because maybe there's a roadblock down down the road in in that specific career path or that specific uh endeavor you're doing yeah right you have to consider the the people who you're living with and you see them and you interact with them on an hourly basis right sometimes sometimes a minute basis you know take take what they say uh, i'm not going to say seriously but always consider those people, right? Your best friends, the your uh, cousins you chill out with, uh, your your family, or whatever it is. That stuff to me is so much more important than listening to what the broad Facebook community is is trending towards, right? Like you always have these trends, and then they die in like a year or two, yeah, and then they never really exist anymore. So instead of being, you know, a, a guy who drives an uh, an eco friendly bicycle. Now you're now the trend is towards something else, and you just you're just hopping on trends. Suddenly trends. you're not an environmentalist; you're something yeah. different than that, right? Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything specific, but it's you're just different than what you thought you were. Yeah. And so social media as well, like bringing it back to social media, how how big of a force it is in in shaping the way we think. Yeah. And in a way that we never thought we would think about, right? I don't know. It's just it's crazy to me how how powerful it gets, right? I try to stay away from social media as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that the best way to do things is to sit down, open up your notes app, open up a pad of paper, and just you know if you have an idea, write it. Don't yeah. s- 
don't tell the world about it yet until you know that it can be something. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. that's all. I'm not saying don't share your ideas, but I'm saying yeah. use use your own mind first. Don't be in, put your Facebook down, put the internet down even, and yeah. just sit down and just imagine yeah. what what you want to think about. Imagine it first, and then go back search all that stuff. Go see what what it's all about and things like that right i think that's way more important it's very difficult not to be influenced by social media and that's why what you said is i like that yeah you you know sit and you know for me honestly like you know starting this podcast and um you know doing my own music stuff and doing the video stuff it was all because i would sit down literally by myself and no phone no nothing and just sitting down like what do i really want like what do i want to do like, yeah. how do I want to go about things? Yeah, and yeah. I was just sitting down, pen and paper, writing down some, something without getting influenced by, oh, what's the hottest thing right now? What's uh, what are people doing right now? And yeah. yes, you could have to take that in consideration. But if you go all in on something like that, you'll never you'll never have longevity with it. Or right? you're always or for fulfill, or fulfillment. Yeah, you, won't exactly. be, you won't feel you won't feel it because you won't you're just doing it. something. You're just doing what somebody else just did 100% right so I mean like you said be it's good to be introverted for these things sit in your room mm-hmm. lock yourself in mm-hmm. and don't let other ideas screw up with what you're what you're about to to do right mm-hmm. because at the end of the day everybody brings their own I guess I want to say spice to the whole recipe I guess yes yeah. the analogy I guess you know you, you have you have a specific idea and the way you think about it might be drastically different from the way your brother thinks about it right you guys could be living in the same house for years and yeah you know you guys everybody's different everybody's different personalities different everything and what you bring to the table is uh, is always gonna be different than what the last guy did yeah so bring something that of course resonates with who you are Mm-hmm. rather than just follow a trend that made a lot of money yeah. right i find that a lot of entrepreneurs and venture capitalists and these guys they're going after like these endeavors that are trendy they're also profitable yeah but they're not original yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. i don't know i think I, for me originality is way more important than money yeah because at the end of the day 50 years later you know you leave you leave a legacy of of a unique concept that you created right yeah. how many times have you seen these big entrepreneurs now their net worth is like 100 billion or something and they you know they made an idea that nobody else had it was just yeah. an original idea yeah yeah maybe it brought like for example uh, jeff bezos he started as what a book he started books i think online yeah. online book sales yeah you know he took the idea of online which already existed but then he added books in there. There wasn't it wasn't something that you sold a lot online. It was yeah. just it was a relatively new idea. And look at it now. Yeah. Amazon's a super mega store giant. Yeah. Online. Right? But it also has to be like you said. It has to be something that you're inclined to do. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. when you go to a when you go to a job that you don't like, you always feel that. You know, yeah. in your heart, you're always like, man, why am I here? Oh, looking at the time, like, why am I here? So yeah. like. But with guys like people like Jeff Bezos, those guys when they started, when he started Amazon, how he wouldn't have predicted it was going to be this big, right? Yeah. He wasn't predicting like he's going to be the the top of the top, you know, one of the richest people on the planet. And he yeah. didn't do it for the money, yeah. right? He did it because he saw an idea and he got excited about it and he ran with it. Yeah. And it so happened that it was successful. It could he could have been just a low key small business entrepreneur, yeah. right? It could have just yeah. been like an, any other website selling books. 100%. You know he did he did the right things and it and it ended up being. I think it is right place, right time. Yeah, 
at the end of the day, it is right place, right time. But it's also, it's also your your, I guess your attitudes, your charisma. What do you you know? What are you bringing to, especially if you're giving presentations, right? If you're trying to grow in a certain field, you have to like like they say, walk the walk, talk the talk, right? You have to you have to do those things. And show that you are serious about what you're doing. Yeah. So, like you're saying, it's it's important to show that that um, that love for the sport. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. No, seriously. And the problem with uh, you know, it's funny. I had a, I got a message from someone on Instagram, and uh, they said, "Oh man, Omid, you inspire me to to do the things that I that I've always wanted to do. Yeah. I just see you doing all these things, and I was like, don't let fear." cripple you from not doing what you want to do like yep, he must have yep. had something that was just bottled up inside of him he's like looking at me and like getting inspired but yeah, there was yeah. obviously something holding him back you know there's obviously Always. and obviously when you think about your true inclinations right if you sit down by yourself and you think about your true inclinations you think about like what do i really have an interest in yep. you know what i mean yeah you sit down, you think about it, there's an energy towards that and you can feel it. If you really think about what you wanna do, whether it's in life or whether it's with relationships, whether it's with people, yeah. what kind of people you wanna hang out with, what kind of coffee you wanna drink, what kind of, <sighs> anything, right? There's a true power to that. And a lot of, and the hardest thing is to do that because of all the distractions we have. You know, everything that we have in life right yeah. now is, I want I want to watch a movie. Well, yeah. boom, it's right there. Netflix. Yeah. Uh, I want food. Boom, skip the dishes. Yeah. Uber Eats. Instant it's there. Gratification. Instant gratification, right? Yeah. yeah. Whereas with these things that you have to build and and water to build something over time, it's 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 hard. It's difficult. And it's difficult because we never. We, we because we live in the age of instant gratification if we never did if we still if we were still farming for wheat you know in our in our local in our farm in the backyard yeah we'd have a way different mindset 100%. we'd be able to build empires yeah much more easily yeah than somebody who has you know the entirety of human knowledge yeah. in the palm of their hand right yeah so i mean we have these we have these devices that you could look at you know kitty cats or you can look at <laughs> or you look you can search up the most advanced concepts we we've known yeah. right so it's just a matter of choice at this point right and yeah. obviously the big companies want you to you know the big companies would rather have you look at those the media yeah. right because it powers more it powers more revenue somehow mm. people like to watch things you know it's oh. always been we're always very visual we don't like to read naturally our, our naturally our brains don't process words as, as fast as they process a picture right pictures tell you know they tell it tells a story yeah and so obviously if you you know you turn that to videos you turn that to uh gifs you turn that to whatever you create a whole new world now just based off picture right yeah messaging you now now we message pictures on instagram or we add captions and we you know we add emojis onto the picture and now it's it's this whole system of pictorial messaging mm -hmm. right? that creates that creates this sort of uh distraction from actually learning real stuff right it's yeah. unfortunate but yeah. it's it's the way it is yeah and um, you i think you have to uh, i there's obviously negatives to the whole social media and everything but i feel mm -hmm. like if you are a creator and you want yep. to create something um that you need to get on on towards the trends right people yep. are always on their phones now people are always watching things like you said it's harder to read yep. than to 
than to watch a video. So like, for example, this podcast, it's going to be on YouTube, yep. right? It's yep. going to be on streaming services for people to listen yep. um, so that they can consume that, right? Yep. And hopefully they get some value from this podcast, right? So exactly. it's, it's, it's all about adapting towards these things. And I feel like for me anyway, um, I always wanted to create content mm-hmm. and I, and I had a, always had that passion to do it. Yeah, and yeah. now that I have the resources to do it, I can now go hard and and and, and do you actually that. have a roadmap now. Yeah, now you can form this plan, right? And it's and it's that's another thing with with this generation is just don't plan, go do. It's just always this spontaneous lifestyle. They always promote this spontaneity mm-hmm. of things. Oh, yeah. you know, get an eighty nine dollar ticket for a round trip here, or it's like it's yeah. not life shouldn't be that random. Right, mm-hmm. life should be planned. You should plan things. We have brains for for a reason, and that's one of those reasons. Yeah. Uh, so to plan things and to have access to those resources, it obviously helps you to to advance to what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So it's it's awesome, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know. Last time we talked, uh, when we had coffee, we were talking a lot about uh, human nature, you know, and 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 behavior. Yes, and, uh, I, I do want to get into that because I think that um, our audience will will appreciate that. Yeah. So we were talking about first. I know we were talking a little bit, just kind of brainstorming back uh, about envy and yeah. how we all are actually what I said, and we were kind of on opposite paths here. Yeah. I said human beings are ne- uh, are are negative. They're yeah. they're they're sinners from from the start. Like they are. Yeah. They are bad to the core. Yeah. And yeah. we learn as human beings to be good in this society. Yes. And you took the other route and you <laughs> said that human beings yeah. are good to the core yeah. and that society and things that happen in their environment right. causes causes them to be negative or right, causes right. them causes negativity. So um, let's go into that. <laughs> okay. So explain uh, so, ex- explain yourself, Andy. Okay, so so essentially okay, so you, you know, you were saying that that human beings at their core are negative creatures that that need to learn, obviously, how to how to adapt and how to be good and how to treat people yeah. right. The reason why I say that human beings are good at the core and that the the um, the negative things of society, negative societal influences, add this sort of very light, you can barely see it type shield on you that it looks almost like it's at the core but it's not is because when i look at for example babies right um i look at them as as um human beings that are have literally no they have no sense of uh anything really that that uh that exhibits uh i guess positive or negative foul play or whatever yeah right they're just they're just they're babies. They they always like you know if they're beside another baby, they hug them. They whatever they uh, they grab the teddy bears, whatever it is. They grab their hair. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> so, but as I'm saying as I'm saying that, I, I know I know where you're coming from because also babies. I I've seen I've also seen babies that can have sort of this this no that's mine that's mine right and that that's where sort of greed comes in as well mm-hmm. right and so there are I think innate. Um, innate negative qualities uh, that are embedded into the human being that are na- that are naturally there yeah but that at the core we are uh, we are good but it's but if we let those in in uh, those innate uh, characteristics 
uh, sort of, what's the word for it, tinge that, then it becomes, uh, then it kind of looks like we're bad at the core mm. from the beginning, right? right? So, I mean, who really knows, right? Yeah. You, you're, you're right in your own sense. And I, you know, I think that what I'm saying, I have, I have a point with it, but I don't know, you know, you never really know, yeah. right? Because yeah. you're going to have to look really, really deep into the human condition yeah. and, and be very, very well-versed in psychology and like the way that behavior works, behavioral dynamics and yeah. to really understand, are we actually bad at the core or actually good at the core? Yeah. Now my, my, I guess now that you've said mm -hmm. your reasoning, I'll say what my reasoning is. Yeah. So the reason I say people are bad at the core and human beings are bad at the core is because I feel like we are animals just like every other animal on this planet. True. And we do have that animal brain of ours. Mm -hmm. Um, that reptilian part of our brain that gives us our instincts that causes our emotions that we do animalistic things yeah at certain very true you know so i feel like we've had to learn to be good because you know animals they'll go off their instinct if someone takes something of theirs no it's mine if 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 certain things happen we get into when we're angry or we get emotional we do things yeah. that aren't technically human uh like not not part of our natural personality correct we just do things we, that are that's not me right? exactly yeah. so yeah. when we grow up we from our parents our parents tend to tell us hey don't do that hey don't right. do that right. hey why are you painting on the walls why are you hey why'd you smack that kid or whatever the case is and we suppress the feeling like for example if they want if a kid wants to punch another kid they'll do it and then the mom and dad will be like Why'd you do that? Yeah. Smacks the yeah. kid. That's wrong. Don't do that. Right? Yeah. He was going through just that animal animal part of his just reacting. Right? Yeah. So as we grow up in the society, we tend to suppress those negative qualities, those negative things that the society says are negative. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we we suppress. Yeah. We say, no, True. okay, no, that's, that's not how a proper citizen and proper human would act. I'm not going to do that. I'm going right. to suppress so i do understand where you're coming from yeah. <laughs> and i get where you're coming from i'm just taking the other side and saying we we have to learn to be good and and yeah. and that's and that's based on what society you grow up in no and you make a good point it, it plays a lot into uh i don't know if you heard of freud's um like uh theory of like psychoanalysis or something it's like a uh, or psychodynamic theory hmm. it's uh you got the id the ego and the superego And the id is the natural pleasure seeker, right? The ego has to suppress that. Mm. And then the superego regulates how you suppress that. You know, like, it, it, the, the superego, sorry, is the morality component of the whole triangle. Mm. Right? So that, that one actually supports what you're saying, right? It's that, it's that, it's this, um, it's that we're nasty at our core and that we have these pleasures and desires, which we do, right? Yeah. And that we need to... Uh, suppress that actively right? yeah and so I see what you uh, you know I see where you're going with it yeah. uh, but uh, at the I want to believe you honey I the really <laughs> do I really want to feel like we yeah. are good and we are we a lot a majority of us are yeah, There's a lot, yeah but there are a lot of sour apples in in, in the past there is but. there is I'll agree with you on that yeah. the the but at the end of the day the, the reason why I say those things is just when I see people who are who are not people. It's really just when I see like 
the babies, the small ones, yeah, right? Yeah, and the yeah. kids and they're, they, you know, and when they have emotion from such a small age and they, they can feel when you're upset and they can mm-hmm. feel these things. I think that's also, I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is that we are, we learn our good qualities just as quickly as we can learn bad qualities, mm. essentially, right? So if, if a baby can show emotion, it can also show greed, right? If I take something away from another, if a baby takes something away from another baby, that baby starts crying, right? The greed is the bad thing. And the emotional react, the, the, the emotional realization that that first baby took the toy from, that, that first baby will look at and say, okay, you know, it can sense that something's wrong. Right. And so obviously it doesn't have the the sort of active decision making to return the toy, but it's It's naive to the fact. But but it's there. Right. There there is a good quality there and a bad quality there. And it's almost like it's almost like I from what I see, it's like they battle each other throughout the lifespan. And it's just which one are you going to let? Uh, which which type of quality is gonna is gonna come out, out on top? Yeah, and that's I think very very uh, indicative of the environment you're in. Right, mm-hmm. it's very um, uh, the, the environment is is what shapes that. The right. environment's what shapes what you know what's gonna come out on top. Nowadays yeah. we live in a world of individualism. We, we, you go you, you go get your own coffee. Nobody shares your coffee with you. You use your own credit card to buy that coffee. You go you go in your car that you registered. You, you have your drivers. It's, it creates this idea that like mine, mine, mine. Yes. And it only perpetuates that, that I'm not going to say greed principle, mm-hmm. but it perpetuates that idea of like uh, a closed space yeah. for each person, which everybody needs their privacy and stuff. But I feel like the society we live in, uh, it's taken it to a level of, of sort of, it's ingrained it now. Oh, 100%. It's yeah, ingrained it just, it's, it's, it's. It's, it's to the point that and to the point where you see families kind of breaking up because of that same mindset because yeah. the same mindset that that governs your own account and your own coffee and your own car now is getting into the family it's like oh this is my own you know I don't know plate of food don't touch yeah. my food yeah. and that can cause you know that can cause arguments and that can break up families and that can and oh that's, yeah. yeah and yeah. that's what I think creates so much mess in in our in our everyday in this age is that yeah. is that the family's not it, nobody's connected anymore because mm-hmm. it creates an idea of the individual bubble. You always have your own bubble to go to. Yeah. Right. And it's good to an extent, but get out of that bubble. Right. Come back and forth to it. Yeah. It's you, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Right. So I don't, you know, no, no, I, I hear you, man. And I feel like, you know, we, we also talked about, um, about envy. Now, do you feel like everyone that all human beings are envious? Are we, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. that's one of the innate, characteristics yeah. i think envy and greed are two big ones yeah um only because only because you see it from such a young age you see it from from the kids you yeah. see it. you know everybody gets envious like you know even even animals get envious you look at dogs like if one dog gets a treat the other one looks kind of shy yeah. like yeah. like why didn't you give me anything yeah so there's a set but but envy sort of envy sort of comes out of the uh out of the premise that we need to survive Right, and so if one guy's getting something that maybe contributes to their survival a little bit better, or mm-hmm. makes them more comfortable, or makes them anything, obviously it's going to enhance their survival uh, percentage or survival rate or whatever it is. Yeah. As a as a human being, you should want that as well. Mm-hmm. But what what becomes maladaptive is when you want to take it away from them and leave it for yourself. That's like sort of the 
Yeah. The the jealousy aspect. That's when it yeah. gets. That's when it gets really bad. Where that's where a lot of things I think go wrong. Yeah. Uh, but envy is a natural thing. Mm-hmm. I think there's a difference between envy and and jealousy. Jealousy is mm-hmm. wanting it for you mm-hmm. rather than for the other person. Envy, I think, is just you you kind of wish you had that as well. Yeah. Right. So you don't wish them any harm with the envy, but you want what they have. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. And I, and feel I think like that's, that's toxic. It's it's toxic if you let it. If you talk, it's toxic. I think if you let it turn into a jealous attitude. Correct. If you turn it into a way that it's like, you know what, I'm going to go congratulate him that he got this thing, the new Mercedes or whatever it is, right? And I'm going to go try to get that same one, mm-hmm. whatever it is, right? If you want it, right? Mm-hmm. But don't try to let that, you know, uh, don't let, let try to let their success seem like a threat to you. Yeah. It's not It's not threatening you. Yeah. It's just you think it is. Yeah, and, and you right? know, the book I'm reading, Robert, uh, Human Nature, The Laws of Human Nature by mm-hmm. Robert Greene, he talks about, he talks about envy and he says, um, we get happy when we hear about someone's downfall or they, some bad news from them. And then we also, we also feel pain for somebody else's success. And we, we feel that instantly. Yep. Now, whether we take it far, like you said, to the point where it becomes toxic, right? Like, I, let, let's just say I feel envious um, from something like, for example, you're in med school. I'm yep. not in med school. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, um, Hattie's in med school. <laughs> yeah. I got to get to med school, yeah. right? Or that can either turn two ways. One, it could be like, oh, I want to harm Hanny yeah. in a way to bring him down. So I might say something bad towards you. I might say something indirect towards you and yeah. kind of downplay the fact that you got into med school and that it was you from your make heart. It seem like it ain't. It ain't nothing. Crazy. I'm trying to bring yeah, you yeah. down to my level. Yeah. Technically exactly. speaking. Right. Yeah. Or and then what Robert Greene says, it's the hardest thing to feel pleasure for other people's success. You know, feel that joy that they're feeling. That that's they one of the toughest things. It is one yeah. of the toughest. Even I, even at, at times for me, I have mm-hmm. I have that difficulty too. Yeah. I think everybody does. Yeah, right? it's really really hard to be selfless because when it's you're difficult. when you're dealing with people, you know they can they can always people can always bring you some sort of positive or negative yeah. thing into your life. Mm-hmm. And so obviously, if if I know that somebody can bring me something positive, if I know that they're bringing the positive for themselves, right? instinctively you're going to want a piece of that yeah right you do like most well most people um but uh it's it's a matter of of kind of putting putting a big sort of stop sign on that right don't let it don't let it overflow don't let it yeah it's part of natural emotion but at the same time to suppress that is the is is the best way but probably even better than suppressing it i think is like just um actively trying to just feel happy for other people knowing that you're going through your own journey and they're going through their your their own journey you just happen to have commonalities and they're yeah. getting to it before you it's not a big deal yeah right to me it's not a big deal when i see somebody they got a brand new car oh it's okay you know like congrats i'm not gonna feel bad for myself yeah right because i know my own situation i know mm-hmm. that it's gonna take me for example a few years to get to that comfortable position yeah it's okay that's my challenge yeah for all they know they could be getting the mercedes as a as a present because they got their leg cut off because they had some kind of medical condition. You yeah. don't know what's what you don't know what stresses they're going through either. Yeah, yeah. you just see it's you just, just see the, the physical you just it's it's bad to measure it's bad to measure uh, 
your success with somebody else's growth because their growth might just be working on a different proportion in a different way. You might be getting something way better down the road. You don't know. Yeah. Right? So don't don't feel bad for yourself and don't feel any kind of animosity toward anyone because yeah. they had a material thing. To me, all material things are going. Yeah. They're all gone. Of course. At the end of the day, you're not taking anything with you. Yeah. What you're taking is your actions. You're taking your what you did, good or bad, mm-hmm. and you're taking the the the, uh, the I guess the image you left for people, the yeah. relationship you left with people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's to me, that's and, the value. And but that and again, that's the hardest thing to to do in that moment. Yeah. You know when oh, some, yeah. you nobody's know, thinking about nobody, that. You can't. You're not thinking about moment. that. You're not like, oh yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> die one day. This this Mercedes Benz that my buddy bought doesn't matter. You know what I mean? But they Nobody's but it, at that time it does matter, and it, ma- it matters because because of that feeling, because of the feeling of yeah. envy. Um, and I feel like a lot of people will will become your friend in order to manipulate you and bring you down. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. like a lot of people will be happy and say, "Yo, honey, mm-hmm. congrats on the new car, man." Da, 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 da. And then later down the road, when they're close to you, they might hit you with a jab. They might hit you with a shot of of, of bringing you down when you're most yeah. vulnerable, right? Because yeah. you can't like uh, a devil doesn't walk around with horns and, and bells saying, "I'm yeah. I'm the devil," right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like the devil or someone negative. Quiet is quiet is subtle has that has the fake it has to cover up yeah it's the negative quality in order to to harm you disguising it as something that uh that is not truly what it is yeah right i mean and there's a lot of people like that unfortunately and again dealing back in with with the material and stuff like that it's all it's all because in my opinion it's it's the majority of that uh that mindset is primarily for enforced by reinforced by materials mm-hmm. it's that i can get this and i can go and get these material things and i can flex on these people and yeah it, they don't have to have yeah they don't have to have better things than me yeah right i'm gonna go show them what i can do so i'm gonna go get the same car but i'm gonna like put a new kit on it yeah i'm gonna put some black <laughs> rims on it low yo, profile tires yo honey that. you know i know people like that bro i bro, know just people that flex, flex on the guy with the base model okay here's the thing right? i know guys that live with their parents still but yeah. drive the nicest fucking car <laughs> yeah just to flex just to say i have this it's it sucks man like i don't i don't want that for me first you have to think obviously priorities in terms of you know who am i to people right if, if it's okay to like show people that you can afford these things and you can get these things, but it gets to a point where nobody cares after a while because they're not the ones driving it. They're not the ones behind the wheel. Yeah. They don't, they're not feeling what you're feeling. So at the end of the day, it's almost like a one-sided, one-way street, right? Yeah. Nobody's, nobody's with you after a while, especially mm-hmm. if you're not humble about it. Yeah. You know, so to whoever is like that, right? I, I never really met too many people personally like that. If any, but the um, let's just but, say I know a couple. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the mindset is there, right? And it's yeah. it's not hard to find people who who care a lot about material. Yeah. Right. Material to me, man, is is like I said, it's all going. Yeah. It's all going. It's all finite. Yeah. And it's all there's always going to be a more expensive bag. There's always going to be a more expensive car. Mm-hmm. Always a better phone coming out. It's it's not going to stop. Mm. And the moment you kind of stop dead in your tracks and say, okay, you know, do I need to keep 
upgrading my material life or can I just use the materials as a vehicle to be of value to somebody? Or not just somebody, be of value to an organization, be of value to uh, my own self. You know, who, you know, what can yeah. you do yeah. with that stuff? Yeah, I right? feel like I feel like you do have to build yourself. You do have to build yourself before you can before you can help others. You know, yeah, when course. when uh, when you know on an airplane when they say put your mask on first before you put in your kid's mask or the person next to you's mask. It's kind of the same kind of analogy where you got to build yourself first. You got to, you know, uh, a lot of people that don't have money will go and give and go, you know, help and go spend their time with, um, you know, with homeless people or people that need help. Um, Which is, I'm not discounting that. That's an admirable admirable thing to do. Um, But I feel like, if you build yourself up first, you can have a lot more influence. Instead of being able to help one person with your time, with your money and resources that you've built, now you can influence a hundred. Now you can influence a thousand. Now you can build that organization. Now you can yeah. Yeah. give that money and it, it it's bigger now. So I feel like, yes, you do have to try to learn to be selfless. Yeah. But yeah. we at a certain point, you know, you gotta you gotta build yourself up first to us to a certain point to a certain extent that you feel comfortable and then give back i mean that's how i feel that's yeah. you know what i mean no like and just yeah no and i think i agree with you on uh, on that the when people um want to build themselves lots of times they look at it as i'm going to build myself by helping others that's going to be my image to society people yeah. are going to look at me as the guy who helps people but at this end of the day the first, like you said, the first person that you should be helping is yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you're just, you know, if you end up helping all these people and then you become this, you know, narcissistic type person who, you know, starts really looking at yourself like you're the bomb, you know, mm-hmm. it's not, that's, you're, you're <laughs> just, you're just contradicting what you just did for yeah. the past however many years you've been helping others. And you know what, you know what's funny about that? Going off that, it's, yeah. it's the feeling of giving is, is a really good feeling. Yeah. When you help someone, it feels good. It does. Like it feels yeah. really good to help. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like, like you said, if you if you get to a point where you're just helping because you want to feel like you're the shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm the I'm the I'm the guy that gives. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now you're now that's technically selfish. Now you're doing it for almost a selfish purpose. It's not coming yeah. from a pure place. Especially if they become what I said, like narcissistic, self-centered, yeah. things like that. Yeah, I'm giving to show that I'm giving. Yeah. yeah. Not because I'm giving because I want to give. Yeah. Like I'm from a pure place. I'm giving to show, hey, like look at me. I'm giving. I'm a good person. Look I'm what a, I can do. What are you guys doing? Look what I can do. What are you guys doing? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I and and there's a ton of people like that. And a lot of people they yeah. just they just fake their their goodness, I guess. Yeah. And it works. Like yeah. a lot of people still show them the respect and things like I would show respect to anybody regardless. Right? I wouldn't just suddenly like if somebody was just being self-centered with me, I wouldn't I wouldn't really get bothered too much by that. I would feel bad. I would just feel bad that, you know, that they went through all these good things and they're just essentially just setting it all on fire. Yeah. With their new with their attitude that sort of grew as a result of of the entitlement that you or sorry, not the entitlement, of the good feeling you felt when you you gave, right? So yeah. you start to flex, you start to show off a little bit, like yo, look yeah. how much money I can give, how much even rich people, man. It doesn't have to be poor people. Yeah. It's it's just it's just people in general, they you you start building this attitude that you know somehow uh, I'm gonna 
win the respect of people if I just keep giving. Yeah. Which is true to an extent, but people who see straight through you aren't going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Right. You have to do it with good. You have to do it with a. Uh, instead of showing people, you should do it in in silence. Yeah. I don't think anybody should give, like, you know, and show that they're giving. You know, in our in in our religion in Islam, it says, you know, don't if you're giving something, don't let your left hand see what your right hand is giving. Mm. It's almost to that level that it's yeah. like don't even let your other hand see what your right hand is giving. Mm. Right. So. Uh, that to me uh, hit me hard. It's like you know you have to be as humble as possible. If I'm getting something for someone, just get him it and just give him it and just go sit down. Don't you know just do, and that way you're not doing it for anybody. That way you're not you're still feeling good from it, which is normal now. But you're not feeling good from it because other people seen it. You're feeling good because you never let anyone see it, right? And you did it from your own you know uh, from your own uh, I guess intention and and things. To me, that's way more powerful mm. than doing it just because other people are there. I don't know. I can't even count how many times my behavior changes uh, towards the better when other people are with me, right? Because you have to put on a play. Everybody has to put on a certain play. A mask. Know? Yeah, and I think in the, uh, in the uh, I guess, I think it was the Japanese culture or something. They said that people have like three faces. You have one face that people see. You have one face that uh, I think society sees or something and then you have the third face that only you see right so essentially a person is like three people right in one that it's like you have different faces and only certain people can see certain faces mm. <laughs> right so i mean I, I i might be wrong on the three types of faces but that's kind of the the idea is that is that you change your behavior as no, you want. no you i feel like that as go along i feel like there's more faces than three but yeah. those are the main ones. Yeah, yeah. You know, those are the main ones. Yeah, they, they summarized it pretty well. They summarized yeah. it pretty well. I think that was an ancient, uh, an ancient, uh, probably an older uh, analogy or older uh, thing. Yeah. Metaphor or something. Yeah. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, bro, people know who they are when yeah. they're when they're home alone. And that's why yeah. when I say introspect and, and really look inward is because you really truly know where you're at when you're by yourself where you're at in your jo- on your journey yeah, right yeah. and the, i feel like the hardest thing is when people have midlife crisis you know yeah. and 25 or 35 or 45 whenever they do is because of the fact that they've been playing this mask for so long they never and focused on themselves. They never focused on themselves. It was always outward. They never to, sat in the room. They just, never sat in the room. Do and I want to party every day? Do I want to yeah. you know, affect my productivity and, and by the time I get to 45? Or even not even that, bro. Know. I think of like going back to med school, right? Yeah. If I went to med school, I would be so unhappy. I really would. Yeah. The yeah. only reason I'd be happy is to sh- keep showing it to my parents that I'm in med school. I'm in med school. Right or yeah, hey yeah. honey, I'm in med school or hey so and so, I'm in med school, right? I'm this big shot that's going to be a doctor one day, yeah, right? Yeah. But the problem is, is that's the that's the exact problem because five ten years down the road, when I'm unhappy in my job as a doctor, as yeah. trying someone who's helping people to heal people, yeah, yeah, you know, and I'm thirty and I'm thirty five. And that midlife crisis hits when you have more responsibility with wife and kids and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Then you're screwed. I know people. This get this. I know people that went. For example, I know people that went to law school. Yeah. 
because they didn't know what else to go into. They went to law school to become a lawyer because they thought yeah. that they were going to be a lawyer. They got out of it. They worked one year as a lawyer and they hated their life. Yeah. Now think, now you're like in your 30s, bro. You're hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt from school. You probably have a wife at this point, and if you don't, well, that's fine too. But you have other more responsibility as you grow older. Yep. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You go back to school to go into something else. By the time you actually get out of school and build a life from that, the the person that I'm talking to is now in engineering. So yeah. they've finished engineering. Now they're working as an engineer. Right. But think about that time from your t- from 20 to 30 or 35. It took you that long. It took you 15 years to really listen to yourself and say, oh, shit. I actually wanted to be an engineer this whole time. Yeah, But yet I did this for the sake of playing that face. Because people, yeah, because people, they, um, I think a lot of people, I'm not saying it about the the guy that you're talking about, but Mm -hmm. people, I think, fear to be alone a lot of times. They don't like to be in a secluded area. They don't like to deal with the, uh, the realities of... Their own head. The silence. Their own mind. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want to deal with the mess that's going on. Everybody has a mess in their head. Yeah. Everybody. Because, you know, at the end of the day, to organize, there's no file management system for the brain. <laughs> I wish yeah. there was. I'd buy that up. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but the, the, more that, the more that there's things add into this mess, yeah. you know, the more that people would rather just get away. Mm-hmm. People naturally want to live easier. That's why we create all this technology and all these things to just ease the load on our everyday life. It's essentially just forget about the realities and just here, adopt this, adopt that, right? And it's it, some things are good, right? We need to advance in certain ways. We need to create new technologies or whatever it is to, um, I don't know, increase production of crops, for example, or get, travel the world in eight hours, right? Like these things, we need those things. But to, um, I lost my point. <laughs> To essentially uh, take all this stuff in is hard for people to uh, to to handle. Mm-hmm. For me, I don't mind it. I don't mind the challenge of trying to sort through all these all this all this stuff going on in my head. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, what what matters to me is just the end goal should be something that is productive and that is not going to hurt society in any way. Obviously, I care about the people that I'm, you know, I'm going to face in the future. Yeah. You know, sometimes more than myself because if if I hurt myself, I can get up and go. But I don't know how much people, if I if I hurt them, you know, can they get up and go? Right. Mm. So I, I you want to make sure. And a lot of people, I think, get scared by these deeper thoughts. Right. That's just one of them that I mentioned. That's just one thought. It's like, like okay, what if I did? sit down and and reflect and say okay i want to do this 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 okay out of all these things is this going to benefit people like are you going to benefit at least yourself at least yourself at not at the expense of others yeah but you know that's just one very very simple question out of like a million yeah and people don't want to sit and ask themselves those questions i think yeah that's why people go through these midlife crises at times right i think this is just me but of course it could be uh, driven by multiple different factors, mm-hmm. you don't you don't know until you see that person, you know, in in their own atmosphere, mm-hmm. their own thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Which is like near impossible. Yeah, of course. See, and that's why it'll always be hard to understand people. Yeah, right. Because you're never with them. Mm-hmm. You're never with them. Yeah. Right. And yeah, it's tough because people want to. 
it's it's people want to play the fate that that mask of being on the right path being successful being yeah. and i'm not gonna lie it's it's not it's not it's not easy to sit down by yourself and say i'm this way you know yep. i'm fat i'm ugly i'm not ugly but i'm fat <laughs> and i need to go to the gym no come into reality come to reality you have right? to come to terms with it you know i'm a piece of shit i'm right now <laughs> i don't treat people well i get mad i get this yeah right that's the hardest thing to do yeah but when you say yo you're a fucking loser like what you've done isn't what you want to be who you yeah. are isn't what you want it to be yeah but you yeah. let yourself go in this chaos and and in life yeah. until you sit down and say what am i doing here why am i doing certain things the the why yeah. why am i doing this that's the hardest thing and it's yeah. hard to say i'm doing it for my parents into yourself and you say no i'm doing i got to do it for myself yeah, you know, exactly. I'm not, exactly. I'm doing it because that person said that going into this program is going to secure me a job. Yeah. Right? How yeah. the hell do you know that? Yeah. And no job is safe. I believe no job is safe. Not tomorrow you could be laid you, you could be laid off. I was laid off 3 times. Yeah. I was laid off 3 4 times. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, there's always a risk. There's always, there's a, always risk, a risk, but the problem is is like, oh yeah, I, you know that person said that this was this was the right move. <laughs> this was the right thing to do. So I'm going to yeah. go into that. And little do you know that they might be totally different than you. They might be living a totally different childhood, adolescence, and adulthood than you ever did. It could exactly. be totally different people. Just They just happen to advise you and you just happen to listen. Right? Exactly. You don't have to like be receptive to everything. Exactly. Right? No. Listen to everything. Yeah. But you don't have to you know, essentially... You don't have to change yourself because somebody advised it and somebody's successful. It's because it's successful for them. Mm-hmm. Right, like you said, medicine—you'll be successful in it, but you won't be fulfilled. Totally big difference, right? Obviously, success is—is is, you know, it could be monetary, it could be you know, you invented a new medical device, you invented some, whatever it is. And then there's fulfillment. Do you feel good about doing that? Mm-hmm. Do you feel good that you can see your family at six o'clock and close your clinic and not have to work till two a.m. You know, I don't know, running Amazon. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, the other example, going back to the lawyer example, the guy was a lawyer for a year. Yeah. And then he quit. And the, his, his his friends and family say, dude, you're a lawyer. You make good money. You got a good job. Why are you quitting this? Yeah. You spent all these years getting this degree, getting the accolades for it. And you spent a year, but because he realized he wasn't fulfilled. He wasn't yeah. happy. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. At, at a certain point, thing. at a certain point, you're gonna be like, no, like I can't do this anymore. Even though it's like, here you go, you have it yeah. in your hand. You're technically in the eyes of society, in the eyes of your parents and friends, you are successful being this lawyer. But yeah. inside, you're eating up inside every single day. Because it's like, why did I waste three, four years? Why, 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 why? Right. And the thing is, I stopped asking, you know, what if? I stopped asking that question now. What I do is, if I know I messed up with something. I, if I can fix it, I go fix it. If I can't, right? Especially if I, if I, uh, you know, uh, made someone mad, or uh, I and, and I don't know them, let's say. But I made, let's say, I called on the phone and I blacked out at somebody on customer service for mm. doing so, and it's not their fault, right? And I never, and I never apologized or I never, and I closed the phone. What I do personally is I just, if I can't, you know, uh, if I can't apologize to them directly. And I realize that I did something wrong. I'll just I'll just make a quick prayer for them. I'll say, you know, I hope they find success. I hope they find 
goodness in their life. I hope that they can forgive my small, you know, uh, slip up here and there, right? And you just move on, mm. right? Yeah. But for people like, uh, for people in, in big careers like that, in three, four year increments, it's very hard to not ask the question, what if I went back four years in time and I didn't do this? It's very hard to, to avoid that question. Mm-hmm. But I think people should avoid it. Mm-hmm. I don't think people should keep asking what if because they'll get stuck in that, in that loop. Of course. Of like, it'll always be, it'll always be that question will always be there. Yeah. And I, I think people should try to actively avoid that question because yeah. everybody will eventually, it, it's instinctive. It's an instinctive question. You say, you know, what if? Yeah. What if I didn't spend four years doing a law and, and, you know, it messed up and I didn't like it. And, you know, I, yes, I made money, but I didn't like it. Right. What if I had those four years and I put it and I traveled instead or I did something fun and, 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 yeah. and enjoyable and productive with my life? Mm-hmm. Right. It would have been different. Of course, their their outcome turned out to make them good money. Right. Mm-hmm. In that in that time that they were working. So it's not totally bad. But it's also like uh, it's also important to realize that uh, that you can you have to just move on. Here's the you thing to move too. On. So he did the right thing. Yeah, one hundred percent. Of course, but here's yeah. the thing too, Hani, that you know, growing up, we have the opportunity to make these decisions without having to worry about so and so survival, right? Yeah. Exactly. Our parents went through hell to come from a different country to be here. Yeah. Right. So my parents didn't have the choice of, oh, I want to start a business today. Oh, I want to go into this program today. No, yeah. you came to Canada. My dad came to Canada with nothing. And I'm sure your, your dad was the same way. Yeah. And you do what's what's given to you. You yeah. go and work. And my dad worked in a donut shop for years. My mom, my mom worked. My yeah. mom worked every other job for my, years. My dad on the way actually to Canada 28 years ago was stuck in Cyprus for six months. Oh, just really? Just to get here. Just to get here. Oh damn! So I know it's it's a struggle for them, right? The world wasn't the same thirty years ago. It's accelerated exponentially. Exactly. It's made life extremely easy. Yeah. Now the thing is, are you going to make that easy thing? Uh, uh, what are you going to do with that easy life? Are you going to go and look at kitty cats on Facebook? Yeah. Or, or are you going to you know make something because yeah. you can make something today? Yeah. It doesn't even have to wait yeah. till tomorrow morning. Yeah. You you can go and sign up an account and create something, learn courses. You can yeah. do anything now you know it's funny it's crazy david gogging is one of the guys who's like super successful he's considered like one of the toughest guys on the planet yeah anyways super successful um he says it's so easy to be successful these days because everyone around you is soft everyone not everyone's willing to put in that work and that effort and that grind to do certain things yeah you know so yeah. it's 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 way easy for easier for you you have information in the palm of your hands it's right there yeah, to do whatever you want to start whatever you want but you know what i'm saying is you know our parents didn't have that luxury because it was all survival what can i get what can i i need to build i need to help my family right they had to run away from war parents yeah. had to run away from war yeah, yeah. Right? But for and us, it's a way different story. We have different struggles. You know, we have these internal struggles. We have these midlife crises where you couldn't make up your mind for four or five years, ten years, and all of a sudden you you look inward and you're like, oh my God, I'm depressed and I'm lost all my hair and I want to yeah. go back and, and I want to be an engineer. Right? Like, and 
It's about yeah. it's about like all this stuff that you're saying now. It and unfortunately happens to so many people, and all they have to do is just take a moment, a, a month, a few weeks, just just sit in your sit in your own space and just reflect. Mm-hmm. Just say, you know, what do I want to do with my with my life, right? Like, and and just and don't let any other person in that room. Just sit by yourself, write down who you are first. I think people should just write down a description of themselves. The good and the bad. In point form. I have a temper. I have, you know, uh, I have big muscles. I I like to work out, whatever. And you could, anything, anything, any combination of info on you, like what you see, can be, especially the reality of yourself, not what you see. Because sometimes what you see is like, just like a biased form of what you want to see. 100%. So you have to really just, you know, throw all your, you know, uh, sugar coat aside and just look at yourself and say, okay, what, who am I? And, and beside that point, say, what do I want to be? Right. It, uh, do I have a big, te- do I have a high, te- um, quick temper? Do I want to lower that temper or not? You know, things like that. And just question that attitude that you have, question that behavior and form a new list side by side with it and say, that's the person, the second column now is the qualities I want. These are the qualities I have. I have some of them that I want already. Cool. And then most of the list is probably going to be stuff that you don't want anymore. Yeah. Right? And slowly. And the thing is, the funniest thing is that people think that they can change that stuff in a year or in three months. No. Don't. You change it as quick as it comes. Right? Like other, some people, it takes them six years, 20 years to figure this stuff out. Other people takes them two weeks and they're, 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 they're a new person. Yeah. Right, because it, it just depends on the environment you're in, and it depends on what you're surrounded by. You're surrounded by a lot of negative influences, yeah. positive influence, whatever it is. That I think can can contribute to how quickly you can grow into your new uh, your new image, right? Uh, but there should be always a new image that you're striving for. But never think that you know by by twenty by January first next year I'm gonna be this this. Superman, like yeah. it's not gonna happen yeah. that quickly. Like, yeah. I think everybody should know that now. Unfortunately, I even trick myself with that. It's the saying, you know, like every, you know, in six months I'm gonna, you know, build this. Like you're probably not, but try to, right? Try to get it in six months mm-hmm. or in a year. But don't be surprised if it doesn't, because and and don't be demotivated if it doesn't either, right? You have you have like what's the lifespan now? The average like seventy eight years. You have a lot of time to figure that out. It doesn't have to happen in 12 months. It doesn't have to happen in five years even. But know what the end goal is. Yeah. Know that this is the person I'm looking to be. You know, these qualities, this goal, this career, this personality, what do I want to be, right? Personality is something that, you know, it probably won't change much, but you can tweak it to make it much, much better than what you have now. You know, I can know I can list off the top of my head, man, like thirty-eight things about me that I could change immediately. But you know, it's it's about again doing it, telling yourself that you don't have to tell anybody that. Nobody, you don't owe that information to anybody except yourself, right? Not even your parents. You just you go, you you uh, you sit down, you come to terms with yourself, real, uh, raw, whatever it is. You just write it all down, and you say, you know, this is this is the next step. Right. Even if, you know, let's say I have 20 things I want to, you know, improve on. It doesn't have to be all 20 things. You could focus on one thing at a time and just go list, uh, check it off. I think you should. 
check it off, right? Yeah. Especially things like personality traits. You mm-hmm. know, uh, for example, oh, I care too much about my a dollar, right? I, I'm too, I'm too, I'm cheap, or I'm whatever. And let's yeah. say you don't want that feature anymore. You don't yeah. want that that trait anymore. Maybe because it's affected relationships in the past, or maybe it's, um, uh, I don't know, ruined uh, your your uh, startup business because you didn't want to pay enough to invest in it or something, right? And if you actively want to change it, then you know that that's a goal that you need to to hit. But don't expect it to happen overnight, obviously. I mean, I think we've heard this a million times by anybody successful. They say nothing happens overnight. It's all just it's all just reflect by yourself and then work hard towards whatever you need to. The problem is people aren't, a lot of people aren't stubborn enough. So they, like you said, they will fall in love with the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing that comes. They'll try something for six months and they'll say, why, well, this hasn't become successful. I'm going to change my path. They fall for trends. Right. And, and then it's they all go, going back to that social media. It's back to the whole. Too much. We're coming back to what we just talked about at the beginning, right? Yeah. It's the hardest thing to do is be stubborn with yourself and say, I'm going to do this every single day. I'm going to drink a glass of water every single day. I'm going to take that 10-minute walk every single day. I'm going to read... 10, 15 minutes every single day and be disciplined and be stubborn enough to do those things, to create a habit, to create that longevity in the long yeah. run. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah. No, and that yeah. and that that drives it home, man. The, the stubbornness, yeah. nobody has it because everybody has this luxury around them. You don't have to be stubborn with anything now because to be stubborn means to be essentially persistently patient with something. You keep doing it, it goes wrong. You're stubborn. You want to do it again. You go do it again. You do it again until you get it right. Mm-hmm. But we don't have that now. Now, if we don't like Facebook, we can go on Instagram. We have choice, right? And choice to me, when there's too much choice, it creates a very, very, I guess, diluted individual. Mm-hmm. They don't look at things in a very, very laser focused attitude. Yeah. They don't look at things like that. Here's they a, look at things like there's always that. Yeah. I don't have to have this. There's a there's a good analogy for that where some you're walking in a hallway. And yeah. on, on your left side, there's a bunch of doors. On the right side, there's a bunch of doors. And you keep walking. You keep walking through that hallway and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to yeah. open this door. Oh, yeah, I'm going to open this door. Yeah. I'm going to open this door. But what happens is, is you just keep walking down the hallway and you never get anywhere. You just keep seeing all these doors and all you're doing is walking and you're saying, oh, I could do that. Yeah. I could do that. I could be there. I could do yeah. this. Yeah. But all you're literally doing <laughs> is you're so just true. walking through the hallway, but you're never getting anywhere because yeah. you have so much available for you. Yeah. So yeah. it hinders a person. It's good. And, and the thing, how many times do you see those those like prodigies, math prodigies or, or science prodigies, or they invented something and they're from like the most remote areas on earth. They have nothing. Yeah. And they invented like something out of like a, like a tin can and like, like maybe a, a bit of wire, yeah. you know, and they made something out of it. Mm. It's like, you know, when you have no choice, it becomes much, much easier to know what's the next step, mm-hmm. right? Because if, let's say, you, you crowd yourself with, uh, with too many career options, right? You know, obviously, there's categories of careers. So there's the category of the humanities, and there's the category of the medical sciences, and there's a category of the, yeah. uh, I don't know, sports uh, category, right? You can go into sports careers, for example, finance careers. You have to you have to sort of narrow it, but try to go to the highest level of how to uh, highest category, and just take from that and just ignore everything else. Because the more you look at everything, 
right? Take what you are interested in. Like, oh, I'm between, you know, I'm between uh, a sportscaster and a, and a weather forecast, for example, right? <laughs> yeah. But you're in, but you're, you want to be in news, yeah. right? That, it, those things aren't, news is the common thing between those things. So start with that, right? Yeah. Start looking into news in general. Then you'll find what type of news. It might not even be sports or forecasting. It could be something in different types of news that, that interests you. Journalism, yeah. something else. Travel to, to uh, uh, newscast about something. Whatever it is. It's the more people narrow it down to the, I guess, the broad category and then build off that. The, the more they can just ignore what doesn't matter. Yeah, you look at the top and reverse engineer down. Yeah, I mean, how many times did you look at, for example, um, a, a three or four shoes on a rack and you, and you knew exactly which one was your favorite immediately? You just know, right? Same thing goes with these stuff. Like if I'm not interested, if you're not interested, for example, in medicine, it's not happening, right? You just dish that aside. That's just an extra choice that you're going to throw away because you don't, you know that's not going to happen. Well, going back to your shoe analogy, yeah. there's other factors too, like price, right? There, the, yeah. the shoe that you like might be twice as much than the t- two shoes beside it. Yeah, right. Now right. you're thinking, oh, well, I could get this shoe that doesn't look as good, but it's half the price. Yeah, yeah. Or, oh man, but it, this one has the streak on the side, but this one doesn't. But now this one's a little more than that one. Yeah. Now you're the guy in the hallway just walking and walking and walking. You can't make a decision. Exactly. And I feel like exactly. this decision making is one of the most important skills that a human being can ever... Um, 100%. 100%. And again, like what you said about the, the price, there is a price to pay to everything. Medicine is not easy. No. But the payoff is great if you like it, right? Yeah. If you don't like it, you're going to be dr- driven into this depressed state because you just spent 10 years of your life doing something that... It didn't make you happy and you thought it would yeah. or you deluded yourself to thinking it would because you wanted to impress family or a girlfriend or something right it's it's unfortunate it happens but again um it's it's best to to look at those things as uh faults within yourself and correct them immediately mm-hmm. right like look and say you know uh, don't ask what if ask what now right like what you know what am i going to do now right now now that i have this degree beside me and it didn't mean anything after all right what's the next steps and how am i going to change my former self and make it a new self over time right Mm. so i think that's i think that's um the best thing is being self self self-reflective honestly self-aware self-aware yeah i i try to be as self-aware as possible uh it's not it's not easy when you surround yourself with people so the best thing lock yourself in a room for an hour You'll be surprised how much, or a month, or a year. <laughs> You'll be surprised how much you know about yourself, how much you discover about yourself, yeah. especially your own, your 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 negative things, your insecurities, mm, your yeah. your temper, your uh, your anger levels. Anger, man, is so common among people. It's among me. It's among you. It's among yeah. everybody, man. If somebody cuts me off, I'm mad all of a sudden. Really? Like, do you have to be mad about these things? You looked at. You were mad because. You're, it's, it's almost conditioned to be, you're conditioned to be mad by the society. Yeah. You see it in movies, road rage. You see road rage in, you know, uh, wherever it is. You yeah. see road rage in places that wasn't originally from you. Right. You, you learn these things. So it's good to, again, lock yourself. Lock yourself. You'll learn a lot yeah. about yourself. And that's, like you said, bro, that's, that's the hardest thing. So yeah. I guess um, one last question for you, Hanny. Sure. Um, what 
Any last statement that you want to leave the audience from our talk today? Anything that you have learned over the years? You know, I've known you for a long time, and I and I and I appreciate you coming on the podcast because you're <laughs> for sure, very man. very intellectual human being yeah. <laughs> and brother. So, um, yeah, one last thing that you want to leave people from the conversation we had today? I think that the the best the be- the first thing that I would personally do is uh, is understand who you are first right if you don't understand who you are you can't help people right because you're not because at the end of the day um, if somebody if somebody's trying to uh, uh, what is it credit you for something or whatever it is they're not going to be crediting uh, the the individual themselves they're just going to be crediting the the image that they see of that individual you know if if I'm crediting you for doing something I'm crediting you for the the, the actions that you did Right. And so I think that the best thing to do is to um, to try and, of course, being self-aware is number one. Right. Being self-aware of all your insecurities, all your imperfections, all these things, and try to actively change those. Understanding that that's that's going to take time to uh, change and it's not going to happen overnight. Don't be demotivated by that all of a sudden. Right. Because there's so many factors and forces out there that are that are impeding you from becoming your new you but it's just a matter of being stubborn and being patient through that all right um and when you become your new person eventually and you will um the best thing to do is uh to consciously be to be conscious of your actions all the time right understand that your actions are going to define you not um not what you um uh, not your materials, not these things. This stuff's all gonna. This stuff's all gonna disappear eventually. What will stay is what you left with people in their own hearts and their minds. What did you leave with them? And of course, uh, doing it in a way that's not uh, that's not for any kind of gain, but just to spread as much good as possible. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, self awareness is probably the the absolute best thing. I would I would say. Yeah. And and good actions, right? Being self-aware of what you done wrong or sorry, what what you want to improve and improve it by doing the uh the good actions necessary and make that a habit. Right? I like it. So, I like it. Right. Where can people find you on social media if they want to get a get a hold of you if they want to, you know, talk about this conversation we had? Where can they find sure. you? Uh, I'm on Instagram. Uh, I'm at I am Hani Awad. So I A M H A N Y A W A D. And same thing with Facebook. It's just Hani Awad. H A N Y A W A D. And um, yeah, I don't really have Snapchat. Snapchat bugged me a little bit, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. uh, Instagram and Facebook are probably the best places. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if anybody wants to reach out to to me, I'd, I'd be happy to talk to them and for sure. Awesome, bro. Well, right. That's a wrap on the second floor. Thanks, bro. Thank for you coming. for having me. I appreciate it. Appreciate it.